Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Melanie C. and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Friday, May 11, 2018, and this is the 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting of a vision for you big book study. Today we are reading from the big book and we are on page 59, paragraph 2. Here are the steps we took, then reading through step 10, which is continue to take personal inventory. And our focus discussion today will be exclusively on step 10. Today's readers are the 12 steps, Kathy G., the 12 traditions, Susan R. And reading the text and support today is Leslie W., Wendy M., and Nancy T. The reference numbers, the share ID numbers for yesterday's 10 a.m. meeting is 11400. That's 11,400 for Thursday, May 10th, 10 a.m. meeting. And then for today's 7 a.m. Eastern Time Big Book Study meeting, that share ID number is 11406, 11,406, Friday, May 11th. The OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, Each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Kathy G. to please read the 12 steps. Thank you, Melanie, and good morning, everyone. This is Kathy G. I am from Illinois, and I'm a gratefully recovered compulsive overeater. The 12 steps. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. I pass. Thank you very much, Kathy G., I will now ask Susan R. to please read the 12 traditions. Thank you. Uh, This is Susan R. in Warwick, Rhode Island, a recovering compulsive overeater. Here are the 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, 
a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. The only Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me share and serve. Thank you, Susan R. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we're discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinent requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us say, let us know rather by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. And today we resume the, our study of the big book on page 59, starting with paragraph two. Here are the steps we took. We're gonna read through 10 steps to step 10, and then we're gonna focus our discussion um, singly on step 10 itself today. And I will ask Leslie W. to read that statement there and share on it this morning. Thank you so much, Leslie. Thank you so much, Melanie, for your service. This is Leslie W. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Tennessee. Here are the steps we took which are suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we'd harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. All right, I'm going to go to um, page 84 to uh, talk about step 10 a little bit, because um, I was personally very confused about step 10 when I first started doing them. I really didn't know how to do an effective step 10. Um, you know, I had to really, my, my recovered fellows are the ones that, that taught me how, how to do them. And uh, on page 84, it says, this thought, 
brings us to step 10, which suggests we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. I look at this step 10 as in four parts. So to just break it down in four pieces, it makes it simpler for me. Um, so I'm going to be continually watching for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. There's a lot of character defects that I possess, but when you look at it, when you break it down, it really, it really does come down to these, to these four. So um, the first part is when they crop up, when these, these defects crop up, then I'm going to ask, and I recognize them, and I have to be abstinent, and I have to have some clarity to be able to even recognize them when they come up. So I'm going to, that's just the, the first part is I'm going to ask God to remove them. And then I'm going to discuss it. I'm going to discuss it with someone. I'm going to call another recovered fellow and discuss my step 10, discuss the, the defect and, and, and look at my part in the situation. And then the third part is to make an amends if I've harmed anyone. And then the fourth part, Probably for me, like the most important part is to get get my mind off of myself and my problems. I have to be of service to someone else. And and that doesn't necessarily have to be a fellow in program. It could be my kids. It could be my neighbor. It could be my husband. It could be, you know, anybody. Um, The point is I just got to get my magnifying mind off of my problems because I don't want to wallow in it. And I don't want to be selfish and continue to, to, to let it to let it mull over in my mind over and over and over again. And that's a conscious choice. It's an action. And those are the four action steps for step 10. And uh, I really appreciate you letting me do service this morning. And with that, I pass. Thanks so much, Leslie W. The lines are now open to comment on step 10 on page 59 today. Who would like to do that? Wendy M. Wendy M. Ginger C. Jen A. Kelly T. Elaine B. Okay, well, that's how many I'll take there, and I know I missed one, so Kelly you have, T. Um, I got to tell it, Kelly. What are you looking for? I'm going to go with Roz, I believe Roz R, Ginger C, Wendy M. There was somebody between Roz and Ginger, and it didn't catch the name. Please step, stay around for the second round. Roz R, Ginger C, Wendy M, Jen A, Kelly T, and Elaine B. So, Roz, would you start us out this morning sharing on step 10, page 59? Can I be Can I be heard, Melanie? Yes, you can. Okay, great. Let me just set my timer. Um, okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Roz R., and I'm recovered in Florida, and very grateful to be on the line. Um, it's interesting because I was listening on the morning meeting, and um, uh, however, to go to step 10, I woke up this morning, dis- irritable discontent and, you know, things were on my mind this morning and I didn't know what it was. And so I jumped onto the phone uh, meeting. Uh, I heard from a sponsor and jumped onto the phone. But the bottom line was um, while I was on that meeting, I was doing something that was really was not appropriate. I was doing some shopping online and I realized that when I got off the phone um, that the feeling that I had woke up with, this irritableness and discontentment had gone away. And I realized that this shopping thing that I've had problems with had reared its ugly head. And I texted my sponsor right away and called her. And I did not even think that this required a 10th step. And I was shocked because in, in her asking me questions about, you know, do I have any fear, resentment, dishonesty, or selfishness? Because obviously what I was doing, it wasn't turning to the food, but I was turning to something that was actually made the feeling um, that I woke up with disappear. And I mean, I did this 10 step and honest to God, I was shocked at what, what was buried in there. And here, you know, you, you just never know what is going on inside of you until someone, you know, until you actually make that call and do a little probing. And I realized that I had been holding something in that I didn't even know I was holding in. But the, the telltale sign for me about a step 10, and I, I know better, but, you know, it's, we're always learning. And what I realized is when I wake up or even any time during the day, when there's this discontentment, when there's this ruffling inside of me where I just don't feel at peace with myself and with the world and with God – that's a 10 step. That's a sign. I need to do a 10 step. And I totally ignored that this morning. And what I did was I just went off into another realm. I was multitasking while I was listening to the meeting, which was a sign right there. Something was wrong, but I got at what it was. 
and the, the clearing went away. And I did all those things that was just shared. You know, I recognized it. I asked God to remove it. I discussed it with someone else. I did not owe an amend. And I immediately made calls to people who needed reach out calls from the morning meeting. And I decided, you know what, I need to sit on this call now, not multitask and really listen. And I'm so glad I'm here. And I'm so glad for the 10th step. And I just, it was just another huge reminder. Um, discontent, 10 step that's for me but anyway i'm so grateful to be here and to be sober and abstinent and thanks for your service mel i'll pass yeah thank thank you so much razar appreciate that ginger c you're next and then wendy you'll come right after ginger good morning ginger oh good morning melanie can you hear me i sure can okay great thank you for your service this morning um ginger c recovered compulsive overeater in colorado uh, I love, love, love the 10th step. I think the 10th step, I only wish I knew this early in my OA days. And I'll never forget when my Evie started talking about it and she just kept referring to it as the turnaround. And I was like, what is that? Tell me more. And, um, and thank God we have it because first and foremost, we talk about this entire abstinence. And once I put the food down, then I'm with Ginger. I'm with me and all these feelings and emotions that I've been stuffing with the food forever. And they're in me and they're rising. And so no wonder I would relapse over and over and over because I, as I've always shared, was never giving up my shiny medallion in AA. So the option was to eat. And I couldn't stand being in my skin for another second. And I know the effect, that ease and comfort that comes at once by taking that first bite. So I ate and I relapsed over and over. And then this turnaround comes into my life, this 10 step, understanding these clear cut directions. So that when this humanness, this nature of mind that will be with me until the end arises, this disturbance, I get to take action and do something about it. It's like the tea kettle. That, boil, that water's boiling. It's going to blow. It's going to explode and go out. And I don't have to go out anymore and keep eating and killing myself. I get to talk about it. I get to work about it. And I always get to see this selfish self-centeredness that's always at the root. I'm amazed. Every 10-step always goes back to me and how someone's not following my script. I'm not liking the show. I want things to change, whatever. But it's always selfish. It's always self-centered. But thank God, again, to, get, to do this work. You know, what a gift. So many people only wish they could see this and to, and to get redirected because that's the most important piece to me of all of this is that I lack power. The only thing preventing me that's keeping me safe and protected is this higher power that I've tapped into today, and I can't afford to block it. So when I'm disturbed, it's like ASAP, get to God, Pray about it. If it doesn't release, go and start working on it with somebody else. Help them because they'll help you to see your truth. It's not texting. These 10 steps in text, I don't get that. I need a live person to give me the truth back. I lie, cheat, and steal. I am an addict that self-destructs. I need somebody to show me my truth. And I have been saved time and time again in these 10 steps. But most importantly, I get back to God. That's my everyday that is what I'm supposed to be doing is staying in alignment and being of maximum service because many are suffering and they won't see the light that God's trying to shine through me if I'm blocked. So I am just so grateful to understand this work finally and to be doing it with you all. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Ginger C. Wendy M., it's your turn to comment and then Jen A. will come after you. Yes, good morning, Mel, and good morning to everybody. It's Wendy M., uh, recovered in Colorado, and so grateful to be on the line. How did I get here? It's a miracle. And I thank God every morning for the entire abstinence I have. And step 10 is the heart of the matter. Step 10 is the daily shower that I have to take, right? I, like people say, you can't get clean on yesterday's shower. So it's daily, and it restores me to sanity. That's what step 10 does. And thank God it's continued for a lifetime um, because that means I don't have to be perfect. And that means that I can call you with the exact same defect I called with you yesterday. This is not about perfection. This is about honesty. This is about surrender. This is about telling you exactly what is going on. And, you know, yesterday I called someone and told them it, I was honest. I mean, like real honest. I didn't hold anything back. And what I get from that is freedom. 
And, uh, and a couple things I want to say, you know, we don't want this stuff to fester. It's an immediate, right? We constantly and promptly clean it up. And I can be nasty to customer service people, AT&T. And I literally, the minute I hang up, God's like, that's not cool. I call back immediately. And granted, there's thousands of people. I will not find the person that I harmed, but I will talk to somebody and make an amends, you know. Or yesterday even, I was at a meeting and I was not in a good place. And like literally, I was sarcastic and, and not nice to the people in the meeting. So when it came to my share, literally seconds into my share, I stopped it and I made the amends to absolutely everybody in that room, you know. And I did that because I got to keep cleaning this stuff up. You know, when I make a mess, which is, you know, often I'm an addict, I've got to clean up my mess and I've got to swallow my pride. And, and apologize immediately and change my behavior. The other thing I want to say is a lot of times I hear people say, I don't want to bother you. They'll say like, it's nothing really. I don't have to make a call or I don't want to bother you with my stuff. And here's the deal. I need your phone call as much as you need your phone call, right? Because your 10 step saves me. Every time God makes that possible, I need to hear your tent. So you have to make that call, you know, and it's exactly what I needed to hear. And the only way to do ten, the 10th ten step wrong is to just not do it. And what I say and what I heard is keep dialing. Yesterday, I may have called seven or eight people. And the thing that I do at that point is I don't give up. I start leading my 10th my step on the message itself, and it helps so much. But ultimately, I need to hear your voice because you are unblocked and you can tell me what I need to hear and what God needs to tell me. And ultimately, this is all about an entire surrender. It's an entire swallow your pride, do it anyways. And you know what? The more I make my phone calls, the more I'm going to make the phone calls. The less I make calls, the less I'm going to make these calls, you know. And this is what's going to save us every single time is telling you exactly the nature of my wrongs, exactly to the T. I'm not going to hide anything because you know what I want to be free and how free do I want to be I want to be really free and I want to be free so I can be unblocked so I can be of service so that I can do what step 10 says but at the end of the day it's not about me it's about going to be of service to another person thanks so much for letting me share it thank you you might not have heard my first one thank you so much Wendy M Jen, Jen A, yes, it's fine. <laughs> Jen A, you're next, and then Kelly T, you'll come in after Jen. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Melody. Can I be heard? You betcha. Well, good morning, everyone. TGIF, thank God it's Friday, and thank God we're um, learning about the 10th step. Um, this started saving me um, when I was in the process of uh, my ninth step, starting to make amends um, to others. Um, and I learned this step by my sponsor, and it was key for me because um, that's what the directions in the big book said. And uh, why? Because there was a lot of fear and things were popping up, and um, I had a lot of resentments, and I needed to work through each individual one. And um, I hear on the line all the time the phrase, how free do you want to be? And this is what I look at when I look at uh, my 10th step, is how free do I want to be? Um, if I am blocked by God and there is a barrier, then I am a mess. And I don't want to be a mess again. So I need to stay free and clear. So it is so important for me to, um, when these things crop up, is to directly put them down on paper and um, to do the work. And that's just how I've been taught, and that's how I continue to do it. And um, I don't leave a column out. Um, I make sure I go through everything as it's instructed in the big book. And um, then I call another. And that's the best part, is that I cannot do this without another. And I I think that's the continual theme that we're hearing on the lines in the morning. It's a we program, and we um, need another person that is unblocked from God, who has that connection, who can, who could then help us see, see the things that I'm not seeing. Because what I write down on paper and what I'm telling the other person um, sometimes isn't really the issue, or I'm not really getting to the core of my spiritual malady. And I want to get to that core because. I want to be unblocked from God. 
So um, I just I love this process, and I and I love it when I can call someone and work through it. And I do it like my I do it like my life depends on it. At the end of the day, after I've put in a 10-hour workday, I'm exhausted. I just want to go to bed. I pick up the phone and I call another, and I say, I got to do this. I'm not going to bed until. I have this done. How free do I want to be? So um, I'm just so thankful for um, this 10 step. Um, I always say, um, take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. And um, that's the freedom that I feel, is that just knowing that I can continue this dance, 10, 11, and 12 eventually, right, um, with God and with others and being of maximum service. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Jen A. Just to remind everybody that might be coming up to share in just a bit, we are focusing on step 10, page 59 today for our comments. And Kelly T., you're going to be next, and then Elaine will follow you, and then we'll open up again. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. My name is Kelly from New York City. Can you hear me? I can. Uh, thank you for your service, and I love this stuff. Um, and in the beginning, when I first started doing this step, I it was really hard to have like a structure for it. And now, when I feel uncomfortable or anything, I reach out to a fellow. I have a ten-step buddy that I reach out to, and I make sure I turn it over because if I don't, I know I'm gonna treat people horrible. And the purpose of doing the program is to be free from my selfishness. So every time it comes up, I turn it over. I, I don't have to write them down anymore. And that's, that's the miracle of the program, that I'm able to um, say on the spot and and then be useful. Because if I'm holding on to these resentments or fears, how can I really get out of my ego and help somebody else who needs um, my service? Like today's a good example. Um, I, I Like people... Um, that they could share how they treated me, and and instead of me talking bad to that person, I let it go, and I reached out to a fellow, and when she was available, I was able to turn it over. But today, because I'm not in the food, I'm able to pause and be like, let go, Kelly. You don't have to talk to her that way, too, just because she gave you attitude. It's okay. She's spiritually sick. And I turned over to my higher power, and then when I was able to turn it to a fellow, I did, and I was able, now I'm fine, you know? I look at my side, and I'm not perfect. <laughs> you know, I wanted her to do what I want her to do. That's really selfish of me, and I'm just grateful that I'm able to see my side and not be hard on myself and just work on it one day at a time. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly T. Elaine B., you're next. And then we'll open up again for folks to share. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, Melanie. Thank you so much for your service. And uh, this is Elaine, very grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater, calling from Florida today. I just want to read step 10 again from page 59. Continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. And so, of course, what is our personal inventory, that's our moral inventory we learned to do in step four, where we're looking at our resentments, our our um, fears, our sex conduct, and um, we're looking all throughout the day for our selfishness, dishonesty. And um, one of the things I'm so grateful, it's a powerful image for me when my sponsor taught me step 10, she said, it's like getting poo on your shoe. You stop everything and you clean it off or you're going to be tracking that stink around with you wherever you go, leaving a mess. I remember one of the conflicts I had in my marriage was that I wouldn't say anything. I was taught, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. I wouldn't say anything. I'd hold it. I'd carry it. And my husband would say, it comes out sideways. You scratch at me. Uh, when I was, um, especially in my relapse, I was so unaware when when I did, they, they call it the turnarounds, we stopped looking at them and blaming them. We look at our part. I began to see, oh, my gosh, I am so selfish. Oh, wow, I'm so dishonest. I uh, have so many behaviors that I try to manage and run the show. I'm just like that director that we read about. Um, I, or about to read about, actually, um, I have 
stop. I have to ask for God's help. The same God that keeps my food down can help me manage these emotions because it wasn't about the food. It wasn't about what I was eating. It's about what's eating me. And you know what? Just because I got through step 12 and I'm helping others doesn't mean things don't eat me every day. I've got to learn how to deal with it. And so that getting my poo off the shoe, I remember working with one sponsee and she said, I just don't have time. I just don't have time. I said, how long have you been suffering with this? She said, well, three days. I've really been obsessing about it. I set the timer when we started the step 10. 11 minutes later, she had so much relief. You know what? If you got poo on the shoe, you make time. If I need to use the ladies' room, I use the ladies' room. And this is the same kind of thing. This is the buildup of stuff inside of us that is toxic and we have to let it go. The other thing is, is the feedback that I get from others and the relationship that I've built, taking tens and giving tens, practicing rigorous honesty, being able to reflect back insights. I've learned in this program. I've heard on these lines. I learned from my sponsor um, and from this book helps them get out, helps me get out, and helps me stay focused on my journey with a relationship with people that are doing this too. I love it. Thank you so much, and I pass. Thank you, Elaine. That's Elaine B. Who else would like to comment on Step 10, page 59? Leon Sherry KB. TD, Sherry KB. There's somebody before. Hang on just one second, Lucy R. Hang on, Lucy, just a second. I want to make sure I got people in order here. I have Liat TD, then there was somebody else, and then Sherry KB. Do you know who you Brandy are? M. Brandy, Brandy M. Brandy M. Thanks. That sounds like the voice tone I heard too. And then I want to put Lucy in here, and then I'll take one more, please. Nettie S. Nettie. Nettie S. Okay, let's go with that lineup, please. I have I have Liat TD, Sherry KB, Brandy M, Lucy E, and then Nettie. Excellent. Go ahead, Leah. Good morning to you. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Leah TD from Northern California, recovery compulsive reader. Uh, you know, you know, I say that I'm recovered. I've been saying it for a while now, and for me, that means I oh, food is not an option anymore. But lying, cheating, manipulating, being in self pity is always an option for me. It comes automatically. I'm like, right, I can I can have a morning when I get up and I have this worship time and I'm for an hour, an hour and a half, and I meditate it, and I walk on air. You know, I am Moses. <laughs> and then, you know, I just go down the hallway and I put the key in the door and it's all over. Everything is crap. And, you know, this is how quickly things turn out, turn around for me. And I am so grateful. I have a problem. I suffer from delusional thinking. You know, I I can't differentiate the truth from the false. You know, I get blank spots. I mean, there's a million lists. There's a long list of problems that I have that I have to face daily. And I'm so grateful for that step that says, continue. You're not done, and I'm never going to be done. I have to continue and, and get victory over this crap. Or I will, and either not, if not eat, I do other things that are could be worse. I harm others. Maybe I harm myself with the food, but I can harm other people very easily. You know, and this step, someone said once, and I love that. He said, this step is a step of me bleeding on the table. I get to bleed on the table in front of you. Because my ego reconstruction shall reconstruct itself in seconds. You know, from, oh, yeah, I'm crying. Oh, I'm the greatest thing on earth. So uh, I don't need that. You know, I have God already. You know, so I need to learn to bleed on the table and tell you. After all these years, I still manipulated. I still got in the hole. You know, I dug myself. And uh, please, you know, tell me, call on, on my crap. So uh, I love this. I love that you allow me to do it, and um, I love you all. And I'll pass. Thank you, Liat TD. Sherry KB, you're next, and then um, Brandy will come after you. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, everybody. It's Sherry KB in Northern California, a very grateful, recovered, compulsive reader. Thank you so much for your service and everybody on the line, and welcome newcomers, and we're in step 10. Yay. Um, this to me, uh, for me, you know, I want to stay recovered, and in order for me to stay recovered, I have to do the step, step work every day, and this is one of them in particular. 
Um, for me, um, you know, when we look on page 84, you know, continue, 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 continue. There's like at least four continues in here. Uh, I have to continue doing this work if I want to stay recovered. Um, and just that, you know, not only am I restless, irritable, discontent, but I have fear, doubt, and insecurity. And, you know, as far as a resentment, as looking at where my selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, afraid, and I also do a 10-step uh, turnaround for fear. So if I look at where, when am I fearful at, and then I ask myself, uh, was I relying on finite self or infinite higher power? And usually it's finite self. It's usually the fairy show, even in fear. And uh, then I ask myself, you know, is it working for me? Did, it, did self-reliance work for me? And then I ask God to please remove that fear. And uh, and then um, I thank God from the bottom of my heart, which is step five. Six and seven is asking God to remove it. Eight is um, if any harm I've caused myself or anyone else. And then I resolutely turn my thoughts to help somebody else. And while I'm doing that, my higher power removes it from me. That's the amazing part is when I resolutely turn my thoughts to help someone else. Um that's when my higher power gets in there. But also part of the fear turnaround is asking God, what would God have me be? And um, whether that's uh, compassion, love, patience, and tolerance, um, whatever it is that my higher power wants me to be. So I think about that too. I mean, the uh, you know, the 10th step is so important, but it also includes a 10th step uh, turnaround on fear for me. And people have talked about, you know, never to do this by yourself and all of this other stuff. And what I do know is that there's different ways to do a 10th step. Um, and I also want to say that it's when I'm disturbed I need to, or ir, irritable or frustrated, that's a step 10 right there. Um, that's just a resentment looking to happen if I'm restless, irritable, discontent, frustrated, whatever. So when I do a 10th step, it's, it's, I love to do it with somebody but I also sometimes have been in a place where I didn't have cellular coverage, and I had to either write it out or talk to God about it and, and uh, then resolutely turn my thoughts to help somebody else. And there's so many ways to do it, and um, just just do it. it. It feels so good. It's so much better than being face down in the food. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry KB. Brandy M., you're next, and then Lucy E. will follow you. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Good morning, Melanie. Can I be heard? Yes. yes Good morning. Yes, yes. I'm Brandy. I'm a recovered compulsive eater. Um, step 10 is one that uh, I've grown to really actually like, and I see how it just flourishes my recovery. Um, I like the fact that, um, you know, it outlines it right in the big book. And typically when selfishness, dishonesty, resentment and fear are happening for me, it's because I'm pissed off at somebody or somebody's done something and they're not following my script. And so it says that, you know, we turn to God at once. Um, The way I used to do it is I forgot about the God step and then I would just call somebody or text somebody and I see now how that's not um, as useful as (laughs) this way because I need to ask God first to remove those character defects so that I can actually see my part in things and so I had an incident the other day where I was shopping for a dress with my daughter who's you know graduating and um, she it was I was getting impatient in the store because we weren't being helped and I could feel myself getting irritated and so I just started helping myself and the clerk came over and she didn't like that I was helping myself and I snapped back at her and right away I knew I'm like it felt uncomfortable. And I said, God, like I'm being selfish, please remove my these character defects that are coming out right now. And, you know, the message was, is you need to apologize to her. And I was like, no, she's rude, you know, because I could only see her part. And again, I prayed and I prayed and, and I was able to go back to her and say, you know what, I, I was being really impatient and selfish. And I'm really sorry. I did. I snapped at you. And she didn't receive my apology. Like I wanted her to, but I had to turn that over to God too, because other people's reactions are none of my business. I don't do it for them. I do it for me, but God's amazing as always. And that clerk came back to me about 10 minutes later and said, thank you. 
thank you for doing that. Nobody ever does that. And I said, thank you, God. And I was able to be present in my moment with my daughter. And for me, those are the things, my character defects are what blocks me from being present in my life. And so thank you, God, that I could tell my daughter how beautiful she looked and we could enjoy the moment instead of me being about the clerk. And so, and this is just, you know, one of the small examples of how this program and how Step 10 works in my life every day. You know, I don't need to be disturbed. I don't need to be irritable. If I'm irritable, I'm choosing to be irritable because I have steps now to take care of that. So super grateful today. And thanks for everyone that shared. And uh, with that, I'll pass. Thanks, Melanie. You're welcome. Thanks, Brandy M. Lucy E., you're next, and then Nettie will follow you. It's actually Lucy R. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much, Melanie. Um, I uh, need step 10. I love that Bill W. said, you know, not if I become disturbed, but when I become disturbed, because I'm a human, like all of us here, and, you know, I'm going to get disturbed and many times a day, and uh, step 10 is my tool. It uh, helps me get back on track. My first thing that I do when I do step 10, I have to have the willingness and the humility and I have to go to God first. And I ask God for help to see my part. I need the willingness sometimes and the humility to be able to see my part. So that's the first thing on my step 10. Then I, uh, on, a, on a good day when I'm doing the best that I can, um, I will write out my step 10, especially on the difficult ones, because this helps me get extremely clear about where I am selfish, dishonest, self-seeking and frightened and it helps me identify my part um, then uh, with the persistent ones the ones that keep turning up over and over uh, you know the ongoing things I will call a fellow and I will ask for help and I will give a step 10 um, so I did want to say something uh, you know there is also some skill in how to receive a step 10 and that hasn't been talked about but um, I think that you know sometimes I have given away a step 10 and I come away you know needing to do another step 10 <laughs> you know so so listening is a skill and as addicts you know some of us have not learned really to listen and put aside our own self and stuff I've been lectured um, on the phone I've had some uh, very interesting opinions shared you know, that create uh, disturbance. And then I have to get off and call another person and do a step 10 on the step 10 that I just did. So um, when I take a step 10, I remind myself, you know, this person is asking for help. And I try and say as little as possible and have a really kind, you know, loving presence. And um, I love when I am lucky enough to be able to talk with somebody who is in that space and is able to receive my step 10 that way. And, um, you know, this is something we do to help each other. And sometimes we're on and we're in our, you know, on our, doing our best and other times we're not. And we're just human and I know that. Um, but I know I try real hard to receive a step 10 with loving kindness. And... Um, so I think that's all I have to share. Thank you for letting me share. I pass. Thank you, Lucy R. Nettie, you're next. And then we might have time for one or two more. Good morning, Nettie. Hi. Oh, good morning. Uh, this is Nettie, and thank you um, for um, being there, everybody. Uh, I want to get rid of some poo off my shoe here. I really like that. Um, to the group and to... Um, vision for you. Uh, I put myself out there this morning as a sponsor and the day before as well. Um, my, I had a misunderstanding with my sponsor and thought that I was ready to sponsor, but I have not finished the steps. And not that you're ever finished, but I haven't gone through all the steps with my sponsor. I'm actually still on step nine. And um, so if nothing else, this has made me realize that I'm human and that I have, I have no answers for anybody other than um, for myself. I, well, not for myself either. But anyway, I feel really um, uh, humbled by that. And uh, I want to apologize to the people that did call me uh, to ask me for sponsorship. I will get to them personally. But um, I don't know how to take my name off to be a sponsor. But um, anyway, I'm not ready. And um, but for nothing else, it sure did make me realize that I've got some work to do. 
and have to continue on to the steps and continue to go through my step nine. And thank you, and um, I pass. Thank you. Thanks so much, Nettie S. It looks like we might have time for two more folks to share today. Let's see how that goes. Hey, it's Greg B. Hi, this is Mark. Something came in before Greg. Was that Eileen? Kathy Jo P. Eileen. Okay, oh, great. Eileen. Thanks, thanks, ladies and gentlemen. I have Greg B. and I have Eileen M. So we'll go with those and see what time happens. But I believe that's going to be it. Good morning, Greg. You're hey, up. I'm going to do a quick. Hey, this is Hey, this is Greg B. calling in from California, Silicon Valley. Recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. That's what I mean when I say recovered. Just I was hopeless when I came in and I'm not anymore. Tip 10, listen. Listen to people. I love that. Listen. Shut your mouth and listen. <laughs> you know, and then not just, you know, when you're given the step 10, listen to other people. And, and another thing that's interesting, I know all the stuff and, you know, I have bad behavior and I have to take care of it right away, which I do since I've been in program for the most part. And when I haven't, boy, I got a list of stuff to go through. Um, but the, the other important thing is help other people. Help other people. Oh, man, I want to talk to this person. This person's crazy. They're calling me another weird program person. No, drop what I'm doing at times, if I can, and, and pick up the call. Listen and listen. Don't give advice. Listen. How about that? What a, what a turnaround that would be for me to do that. Now, I talk well. Of course, I can't always do it, don't always do it. But, boy, that was great to hear that because... That's my character defect is I know everything, don't you know? I'm a great parrot, but what am I doing? So help other people, not just program people, you know, let somebody go in line, all that stuff, right? Do something nice for somebody and don't get found out. Don't make it about me. Secretly do good at all times. I'm Greg. Thank you for letting me share. Great to be on Vision. Thank you all. Bye. Thank you, Greg B. Elaine M., you're next. Hi, this is Eileen M., um, recovered in New Hampshire, and um, really grateful for this phone discussion today. It's been really, really great to hear. I, I really love the part about, you know, going to my higher power with the resentment or the disturbance before I call someone else. And, you know, what, fi what, I, what works so much for me is to get out my form. I have the resentment form, you know, with the columns that I used in my four step. And I just, I start writing, you know, like yesterday I was so disturbed oh, yesterday morning and I, I knew right away, it's like, I got to start writing. And what's really nice is in the third column, it's, you know, after I write down like what, what the resentment affects is that, you know, there's this column that says you start saying the, the sick man's prayer. And I love that because right away I can say that, you know, before I do the turnarounds. And um, yesterday I was so, you know, yesterday was great because I had this resentment and, you know, like I said, I was really disturbed. And after I finished writing it out and got really clear about what was going on, I could call somebody else. And, you know, I just love what someone said about, you know, while I'm turning my thoughts to helping someone else, the, the resentment gets removed. And it just was such a transformation. It was just really, I, I had serenity, you know, it was really great. And, you know, so much of the time when I do this 10 step work is, you know, I realize that I have no idea what is going on with the person I'm resenting. It's, you know, and there's no way I could even begin to imagine what's going on with them. And for example, is like today, well, last night, actually, I had a resentment towards the president because of the gas prices going up. <laughs> and I thought, you know, there's no way I can even begin to know what's going on there. You know, and it's so much about, you know, I am, I'm only seeing my side, you know, and um, I'm just, I'm so grateful for this process. And uh, with that, I pass. Thanks so much. Thank you, Eileen M. Time allows for one two-minute share. Would someone like to take that? Mariana D. Hi, this is Virginia. Hi, Mariana D. Gotcha. I got Mariana D. Thank you so much. I missed the other one. Well, next time, hopefully. Go ahead. You got the two. Thank you, Melanie. Um, what's really coming up for me is um, I've been really utilizing this lately, the Step 10, and um, there's a lot going on in my life with a move to a different state and daughter graduating from high school. But what it's really brought up for me is that I'm not the only one going through a lot of change like everyone in my house is. 
So when I did a 10-step the other day, I realized that, um, like, my first response is kind of venomous, like I was upset, but I'm also depleted. But I was able to pick up my phone, and I texted my sponsor, and I said, you know, do you have time for a 10-step? I was able to get it out and not you know, do my first impulse. And what really comes up for me when I'm doing a 10-step is I'm hurt. So I have to look at the hurt and what, you know, where what's coming from that hurt. And instead of, like, being in that attack mode because I'm hurt, I'm going to be hurtful. So I have to look at the hurt itself in me and be vulnerable and tell somebody what's going on. But the nice thing is I don't have to go in that attack mode and then do amends afterwards for hurting somebody else. And so that for me is peace. And when it happens, which it doesn't happen that often for me where I get that upset, but when it does happen, it is powerful. And the nice thing is in my mind, like I know automatically that I have a tool for that. And in my head the other day when it was happening and I was in a car, so I needed to text my 10th step, I'm like, what came up was my 10th step. I have something to go to. And that is a huge blessing in itself. And things dissipate, you know, the anger drops, but I don't have to react and build Time. more chaos and more hurt. So I'm going to just end with that. Thank you. Thank you very much. And this begins our wrap-up to the recorded portion of the meeting. Please stay with us after the serenity prayer for an additional 10 minutes before we close our meeting completely. And thank you to everyone that participated today. I would like to ask now if Wendy Ann would please read from page 164. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. And then we'll follow Mm -hmm. that with the serenity prayer. Great. Thanks, Mel. Uh, Wendy, you recovered in Colorado. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandoning yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.